0: In this Sicha, the Rebbe is going to be discussing why it is and how could it be that Yosef, for all of those years that his father didn't know where he was, Yosef didn't actually go ahead and let his father know that he's alive. In the beginning of the Sicha, the Rebbe starts off by saying that we know that generally Rashi always explains anything that's difficult in Pshutish or Mikro. And if Rashi doesn't explain it, it's either because it's very, very simply understood by itself that it doesn't need to be explained, or it's something that would be explained based on, understood based on something that Rashi had said earlier. So the question that Ebba says is, and this is a question that a lot of them of Farshim ask, and Dafka Rashi is not the one that says anything, how does it make sense? If Yosef knows how much his father loves him and how much his father misses him, he certainly would understand how much his father is mourning for him, how does it make sense that he doesn't send a message to his father telling him that he's alive? Now, in the previous Parsha, in Parsha's Yeshev, while Yosef is in jail, and Yosef is a slave and so on, we understand that he can't send such a message. But in Parsha's Miketz, Yosef is a Mishnah Lamelech, he's second in command to the king, he can do whatever he wants. Why doesn't he send some sort of message to Yaakov that he's alive? Now, you might say that the reason he doesn't say it is based on something that Rashi told us already that the reason why Yosef was away from his father for 22 years is because Hashem was punishing Yaakov for Yaakov being separated from his parents for 22 years. He wasn't properly properly, Kibbutov aimed during those times. And this is why Yosef is not sending a message to his father. So the Rebbe says we can't say that. First of all, how does Yosef know that this is the punishment that his father has to get a punishment of 22 years? Second of all, even if he does know, he could tell him that he's alive without telling him where he is, so he'll still be punished by being separated from his son for 22 years. And finally, that still doesn't explain why Yosef should act that way. Who gives Yosef the right to punish his father? If Hashem wants to punish him, clearly that's Hashem's business. But how could Yosef go ahead and start giving the punishment to his father? In order to explain this, the Rebbe asks something else. The Rebbe says, we know that Rashi told us in by Vayeshev, why is it that Hashem actually didn't tell Yaakov that Yosef was alive? So Rashi says the following. because the Shvatim made a cheirem, an excommunication, and they cursed anyone that's going to reveal it. And they included Hashem in this cheirem. So therefore, Hashem didn't reveal it. Yitzchak didn't know that, Yaakov, that Yosef was alive. He said, how can I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? So the Rebbe asks, who exactly was included in this chedim? Who is not allowed to tell? Who is being cursed? Now, you might say it means anyone that's in the world that's going to tell Yaakov. Yeah, but that would make it very, very difficult to be that way. Because if that's the case, why is Yitzchak saying, how could I reveal it? If Hashem doesn't want to reveal it, etc. Yeah, Yitzchak can't reveal it because there's a chedim place on that anyone that's going to reveal it. Also, what does it mean exactly? Why do they need to join Hashem in this? Hashem anyways can't reveal it because they place the chedom on anyone that can, that's going to reveal it. Why is there a specific emphasis they need to include Hashem? Therefore says that Rebbe, we must say that they're including in this chedom only those that are part of this group of people right now that are making the chedom. And when it says, whoever's going to reveal it is only those people that are joining in it. And that's why they're having Hashem included. But if that's the case, we need to understand the number of points. Number one, why does Rashi say that Yitzchak says, how can I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? It's not that Hashem doesn't want to reveal it. Hashem, so to speak, can't reveal it. He was joined in this chayrim. Number two, why can't Yitzchak reveal it just because Hashem is not revealing it? Hashem can't reveal it, so to speak. But Yitzchak can. He's not part of this chayrim. Number three, why do we even need a chayrim? Why can't we just make up and decide that no one's going to reveal it? And that's it. Regarding Hashem, we could dive into Hashem, we could ask Hashem not to reveal it as well. What's the point of the Zecherem exactly? Also says the Rebbe, we don't find anywhere in Pshut Mikra that the Shavatim had undone the Zecherem. How could they then come along and tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive? Now, there are some Hashem that say that the source for Rashi is in Tanchoma. The source for Rashi is in Tanchoma. They try to explain Rashi based on the Tanchoma by saying... That what happened was, they wanted to make this cherem. Yehuda says to them, Ruuvein is not here with us right now, so we don't have 10 people. We need to have 10 people for a cherem. So they include Hashem in the cherem. And that's why Hashem also doesn't reveal it. So the way they explain it basically is, that they were not including making the cherem that Hashem is not allowed to reveal it. They needed Hashem to make up this minion. And Hashem just didn't reveal it because he didn't want to be act in a lenient way in regards to their chedim. That would explain why they included Hashem. That would also me- explain why Rashi says Hashem doesn't want to reveal it. Not that Hashem is not allowed to reveal it. This would also explain why Yitzchak says, how could I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? The problem with this is, in addition to the fact that according to Rashi, doesn't say anywhere when they made the chedim, and it makes sense to say they actually did it when Reuven was there, because they should certainly wanted Reuven also to be included in this, but also we don't find anywhere in Rashi and Pshutah Mikra that you need ten people for a chedim, and therefore we have all the same questions again. So the Rebbe says there are Mafushim that ask another question: How did the Shvatim even know that Hashem is agreeing to this chedim? You can't just include someone in this minion agreeing to your thing without getting their consent, even another human being. So they want to answer that the Shvatim were certain that Hashem would agree for the following reasons. Number one, because Hashem wants Yaakov to end up in Mitzrayim because of the Brisbane Absarim. Number two, they know Hashem is going to agree because they know Hashem wants Yaakov to be punished for 22 years. And number three, they know Hashem is going to agree because certainly Hashem wouldn't want Yaakov to find out that they sold Yosef. And then Yaakov and end up cursing his sons and this would impact all of Klai Yisrael of future generations. But again the Rebbe says it's hard to say that this is what Rashi means. Because what does Rashi say? Yitzchok knew that he's alive and he didn't want to say because he said if Hashem is not telling how could I tell? Why isn't Hashem telling? Because of the Cherem. So in other words it sounds like the Cherem is also even just telling Yaakov that he's alive. But hang on a second. We can tell Yaakov that he's alive and just not tell him what exactly happened. We don't have to tell him that the Shvatim sold Yosef. Yaakov won't know Where Yosef is. And in this way all the things will still be able to apply. The Brisbane Absalom will happen because Yaakov will end up in Mitzrayim. Yaakov will be punished for 22 years because he doesn't know where Yosef is. And he wouldn't curse his sons. Because he wouldn't suspect in any way that they sold him. So we're still back to trying to understand what's going on over here. In order to explain this the Rebbe introduces another question. And that is... How does it make sense that during this whole time none of the children of Yaakov had some esoterish chuvah? and said, yes, let's go and tell Yaakov, or himself go and tell Yaakov. It says the Rebbe, that's exactly why they had to make a cheiren. That's exactly what they were concerned about. They made the cheiren because they knew that someone will have esoterish chuvah at some point and have charata and want to go and tell. And maybe even that the majority will want to tell. And maybe even that they'll try to force the other ones. To have to come along and to go along to Yaakov and and tell That's why they made a chedim. That's not going to be allowed to be told to Yaakov. Unless they all agree. And not only did they all agree because someone forced them. They're also going to have to have have an indication that Hashem agreed. So they're now depending on on Hashem as well. To make sure that this chedim won't be undone. To be certain that no one's just going to go and tell Yaakov. That's why they included Yaakov. But again, it doesn't mean that they said Hashem is not allowed to tell. They're just making Hashem part of this group that no one could say without the consent of everyone. So why doesn't Hashem tell? Similar to what we said before, since they made Hashem join, so therefore Hashem, so to speak, included Himself and said, it's something so serious for all of the Shvatim, I'm joining them also and not going to tell unless everyone agrees. So now we again understand what Rashi says, that why didn't Hashem revealed because he was included in this. And Yitzchak says, because Hashem doesn't want to tell, I'm also not going to tell. But again, it's not that Hashem wasn't allowed to tell, it's just he didn't want to tell. And from this, Yitzchak said, if Hashem doesn't want to, then if Hashem doesn't want to, I also won't tell. Now we'll understand why Yosef doesn't reveal it. If Yosef knows that Hashem doesn't want to tell it to Yaakov, again, it's an indication that Yaakov shouldn't know it at the moment. And therefore he said, how can I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? Now the question becomes: How do the Shvotim and Yosef eventually tell Yaakov? So the answer is also something based on what Rashi said earlier. The pasuk says in, Parsha, in, in Parshas Vayeshev that Yaakov saw he has which literally means he saw that there was food and grain in Mitzrayim. But Rashi explains that it also means that Yaakov saw by a or in a holy lens, that there's still some hope. There's something good for him in Mitzrayim. Now he didn't know what it was. But the Yois, did brothers, understand what it is. They understand that this is a message from Hashem that now is coming this time to start investigating to check out what's happening with Yosef. That means Hashem is giving His consent already that we could start looking to reveal to Yaakov what's going on. So, Achei Yosef, as the Apostle says, the brothers of Yosef go down to Mitzrayim. That means at this point, they're also acting like brothers. They're starting to regret what they did. They want to now act in a brotherly way, as Rashi tells us, they're ready to pay any money to redeem him. Now that Yosef sees that they're trying to find him, he understands that there's something going on. He still doesn't know in a certain way that the time has come. He also doesn't want to give a direct message to Yaakov because he doesn't want to impact the relationship between Yaakov and his sons. He doesn't want to get them in trouble. So Yosef says to them, I'm Yosef, your brother. And as soon as you have the message from Hashem that you're allowed to reveal, that I'm also happy for you to reveal it and tell Yaakov that I'm Yosef Chai."